It's time for another episode of Corner of the Galaxy from the Box, the show that gets you behind the scenes of the LA Galaxy and into the minds of soccer reporters and MLS experts. Your hosts for the day are Corner of the Galaxy's Josh Gessman and LA Times soccer reporter Kevin Baxter. Let's start the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Corner of the Galaxy from the Box on cornerofthegalaxy.com. I'm your host, Josh Gessman, coming to you on a Monday, July 24th. LA Galaxy getting ready to take on Leon in the first game of the League's Cup for the LA Galaxy. Tournaments have been going on since Friday. You knew that because you watched Messi's debut on Friday, didn't you? You are not alone. We're going to talk about the game coming up. We're going to talk about the Wrexham experience uh, that happened on Saturday night in front of just shy of uh, around 11,000. A little less than 11,000 people there at the game. We're going to talk about that. Uh, we have a whole bunch of info about the League's Cup. And then we'll also talk about, about what Greg Vanny said today. Mr. Kevin Baxter is in the land down under. Apparently, he went to uh, Hobbiton, right? That's the hobby. That's the Hobbits where they filmed in New Zealand. So he was there. Uh, and currently, I think he's talking to Alex Morgan. It was a toss-up. Talk to me or Alex Morgan. And the panda chose uh, Alex Morgan. Big surprise. I would have, too. Um, no, but uh, he's been down there covering some stuff, so, so doing stuff with the Women's World Cup fully on. Our, our summer of soccer continues. Exciting. Uh, exciting stuff. I don't know if you saw Brazil dancing around in the, in the Women's World Cup, but playing absolute stunning uh, football. As a matter of fact, the LA Galaxy could probably take some uh, <laughs> take some some lessons from them. So that was sort of going on. I mentioned Messi at the very beginning. If you saw Messi's debut, thought it was very nice. The 94th minute uh, stoppage time free kick. Uh, something something truly Lionel Messi uh, that has already graced MLS and League's Cup and everything that sort of is going on. I did think that there was there was some humor. Uh, and them trying to compare it with Zlatan's, uh, you know, debut of getting off the plane uh, the day before, really the night before, coming in, playing, scoring two goals, one of those, and it being a rivalry game, by the way, in actual MLS competition and not this this other extended thing that is part of uh, part of League's Cup. So we got that. And in honor of League's Cup, I felt like it was appropriate to match my beverage with what was going on around the world. And I know when you think of Mexico, you think of tequila, but that was last Thursday night where I had the margarita in a can. Uh, I wouldn't disrespect my my lovely Mexican friends with, with comparing that to anything. But one of my favorite, favorite Mexican beverages is, of course, the Mexican Coke. 
which you can get uh, very, very prevalent here in Southern California. I'm thankful for that because I think it tastes better. So if you see me drinking today, it is the Mexican Coke that I'm drinking uh, in order to keep the vocal cords lubricated and try to talk to you guys for the next 60 minutes or so. Hope everybody's surviving. I know it's hot out there. I know that uh, a lot of people have been have been worried about uh, how long the heat's going to last, and hopefully it won't last too much longer. But there is a game tomorrow night, and it should be actually pretty outstanding weather uh, in Carson for that game. So keep your fingers crossed. We'll, uh, we'll get there for it. Um, just in terms of general stuff that's going on around the league, I thought it was interesting. They're talking, you know, we, we always said that it was going to be hush-hush whether or not Messi or, or whether or not Apple was going to release numbers and, and sort of do that. Uh, and a report out today um, said that basically a source says that the numbers of subscriptions for Apple TV in the MLS season pass now approaching 1 million. Uh, I think somebody did the math and said that perhaps uh, with Messi joining the, and since they've uh, sort of announced or didn't even release those initial numbers, but now Messi's there that they've gained maybe 300 or 400,000 more subscribers with Messi. Um, so yeah, I mean, Messi league soccer right now is how it's going, but that's good. You want Apple to be satisfied with what they are doing. And so far it sounds like, and being these numbers actually got released, it sounds like they were beating their chest a little bit and, and happy, uh, happy that they, uh, that they have the subscriptions that they do. Uh, apparently the owners were even being required. They had the owners meeting down in Orlando, um, excuse me, down at the all-star game. So in Washington DC, and apparently the owners were signing NDAs before Apple was going to give them all the information. So really tight-lipped on a lot of the stuff that's going on around the Apple subscriptions, but I think you have to be pretty ecstatic if you are uh, if you are Apple just in terms of what you've been able to put together. And remember, there was lots of concern from people, although I think it was fake concern. Uh, there's lots of concern that, you know, Apple wasn't doing a good job. Well, anytime you get Lionel Messi into the league, that helps. Now, can the LA Galaxy do something in this window to, window to make themselves relevant? Right. And I'm not saying go out and sign a superstar player because I think that's going to be difficult. Just give me a second while I drink. Um, but uh, I think that it's it's super, super important to sort of look at um, what they can do to make, be relevant through the rest of this year. And that means finding a striker. Um, Alex Ruiz had a tweet today basically showing where the goal, the goals aren't coming from strikers, right? It's not Daniel Valich. It's not, it wasn't Chicharito before he got injured, right? Uh, it's not Daniel Valich. It's not Preston Judd. Preston Judd doing an okay job um, in there. Uh, Daniel Valich still struggling, but the Galaxy needs scoring from that position and not just a little bit of scoring. They need a dangerous scorer up top. And that's really where I think the focus is here for the next, you know, three, four weeks. Uh, you're getting closer to the August 2nd cutoff for the MLS transfer window. Once that cuts off, no more no more transfers in and out. But the LA Galaxy can then go the free agent route. Greg Vandy talked a little bit about that in his press conference today. And we'll cover a little bit of that as we go through. I don't expect a long show. One, because it is very, very different or very difficult to talk for 60 minutes. Uh, especially when I, I don't believe I have any audio to sort of help me along and give me any breaks. So we're going to go through this. And uh, when we're done, we're done. That's simple. You know, I, I would like to remind everybody back in the day when we started this podcast, 30 minutes, that was it. 30 minutes and it was done. Um, so uh, well, that's what this show used to be. And it was only once a week, 30 minutes and once a week. Can you guys remember that? I, it seems like too long for me. 
Uh, by the way, uh, uh, Greg Vanny today killing the the Funus Mori and and the the Tecatito um, uh, Corona. I think uh, I think that's how I said it. If I said it wrong, I'm sure you guys will tell me. Um, but uh, sort of killing those rumors. So don't expect those guys coming. Listen, I don't know that there are any quote unquote good or solid rumors out there right now. Um, I see a lot of junk, quite honestly. Uh, and I do stay in touch with people who would know the answers to these things. And so, you know, it's one of those. Hey, let's give away some tickets. I have tickets for tomorrow night's game. So if you would like to win a pair of tickets, it's very simple. All right. These are good. These are good seats. Section 125, row Z. I mean, come on. These are good tickets. You're going to like them. Uh, I have four pairs of tickets. I'm going to give all of them away. So you need to go and email corner of the galaxy at gmail.com and tell me that you want the tickets. All right. It's that simple. Put in the subject, uh, you know, uh, League's Cup tickets. Okay. And then tell me you want the tickets. Put your first name, your last name, and your email address. Make sure it's all on there. So that way I can pick you. I'm just going to go through and pick some. I'm going to pick four people up to for whatever reason I pick. It won't be random. I'll look through and be like, oh, that person and that person and that person. It might be random in my head, but we can't exactly call it random. All right. So. Uh, that's what we'll do, and I will try sending those out by about 10 a.m. tomorrow so you will know. So hopefully I get into the office early, but you want to start getting your emails in. So corner of the galaxy at gmail.com. Get it in there. I'm giving away four pairs of tickets for tomorrow night's game. All right? All right. Very good. Uh, Steve remembers. Steve, my buddy Steve. Steve, I know you remember, bud. I know you remember. Uh, Steve remembers when it was only 30 minutes. Um, so those are the tickets, okay? And this is, by the way, if you're listening to this in the morning and it's not 10 a.m. yet, Go ahead and put in your 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 offer. For, just tell me you want the tickets, right? This is a podcast. We're trying to be equal opportunity here, but I want to give everybody an idea of when they're going and, and how they're going and that type of thing. So by 10 a.m. on Tuesday, I will send out tickets and let people know. Don't ask me if the tickets are still available. I will I will let you know. All right. Um, by the way, Eric, a $5 super chat asks a very, very important question. What's the difference between Mexican Coke and U.S. Coke? Uh, by the way, Coca-Cola, we need to be very clear. Coca-Cola is what we're talking about here, uh, Eric. Um, the the Mexican Coke actually is made with real sugar. Uh, and the 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 Coca-Cola that you get here in the United States usually has the high fructose corn syrup and some other things in it. Um, it's less sweet. The, the Mexican Coke, I think, is less sweet. It tastes so much better. Oh, so much better. I just took another sip. It's amazing. I, I order, uh, there's a couple Mexican restaurants that are around me that I frequent on a ridiculously regular basis, and I always get some Mexican Cokes in there because um, they're they're the best. Um, yeah, I know. Oh, the chat room's going to have fun with that one. Okay, good. Um, I wanted to get to some of the Rexham game. I know some people went on Saturday night. I did not. I was celebrating my birthday on, uh, on Saturday night. Funny enough, I'll tell this little story. Uh, my birthday was on Sunday, but uh, my wife and I decided that we were going to go out to dinner. Uh, we actually went out to lunch, too. I had another margarita. I was just talking about somebody who doesn't drink very much. I had like three or four drinks on on Saturday leading all the way up to it. But we stayed at a hotel uh, that was approximately 10 minutes from our house. <laughs> it was a nice hotel. Uh, but we got there and uh, we, my, the guy was super nice. And I handed him my driver's license. He's like, oh, you had to drive a long way to get here, did you? And I'm like, eight, eight whole minutes. And he, he was laughing and he was super nice. Gave us a $50 food and beverage credit on there, which we completely obliterated very quickly. Um, so that was in there. And then uh, my wife, uh, being the smart person she is, she's like, hey, can we have a, a late checkout? Uh, and the guy was like, absolutely not. But he was really nice about it. It was, it was a good little joke whenever he said, absolutely not. And he goes, I'm going to tell you why. Somebody rented out this entire tower that you're in. And I got to figure there's like 150, 200 rooms in that tower. There must be. 
He's like, somebody, somebody basically booked that entire tower, right? And I'm like, who books an entire tower at a hotel? At an at listen, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to brag. This is not, a, this is not a humble brag of any point. But this was not a cheap place, right? This was a, hey, we're spending one night there, and we're probably not going on vacation this year. So this might be our one sort of splurge that we're going to do. So not a cheap place, right? And so in my in my mind, I'm like, even if they get like super big, huge discounts, if you book in 200 rooms at like. $500 a night, something like that. And apparently it was going to be booked for a little while, like as in weeks out there. I'm like, the only people I can think of is a sports team, right? And so my wife and I were like, we're already thinking, but they didn't want to tell us. We're like, okay, no problem. So we go and we have to walk to our tower. So we're walking down there and we're going and they have all these Pepsi like uh, refrigerated cases, right? It's not where like you press a button and the soda comes out, but it's where if you went into a convenience store, you would like basically grab it out of the cooler that says Pepsi on it. There's all these Pepsi all the way, like all, all down this aisle that we're going through past all of the meeting rooms, all that stuff up into the tower. Like we get off on our seventh floor there and there's a Pepsi thing. It's empty. It's nothing in there, but there's one right there. Like the whole deal. I imagine they were on every floor as you go up. So I'm like, who has the money to put in all this? And I'm like, it has to be a sports team. It has to be a sports team. So we're walking and now I'm looking for logos. I'm trying to now I'm like my eyes are peeled for who's here and who's the whole deal. So we go and eventually there's like yoga places and stretching places that are out in this little courtyard and it's all cordoned off and you can't go out there. I'm like this. And then there's this hot tub and on the side of the top hot tub, it says LA Rams, right? And for me, and by the way, everybody was being hush hush. They didn't want to tell you who was there, but it was the LA Rams. And by the way, once you knew it was the LA Rams, it was very obvious because everybody in that place was walking around with the Rams t-shirt on uh, very clearly either players or former players there. But NFL football players like in the let's say in the non skill positions, which is a horrible thing to say, but in the non skill mountains of men, right? Like linemen, defensive linemen, offensive linemen, just not normal people, right? These these men are huge and they're gigantic and they're tall and they're muscular. These are not your average people. And standing next to me, who's like five? Let's be honest. I tell everybody I'm five eleven and three quarters, like I'm a quarter of an inch from being six feet tall, right? I'm really like five ten, five ten, like and a half, like in that area. So coming to this, seeing these people all around, I was like, oh well, yeah, that's it. So um, it was it was crazy. On our way out, uh, one of the bellhop guys uh, showed us one of the ballrooms where they had turned it into a complete like weight room, like for 60 or 70 people, just immaculate. And I was like, this is the difference, right? And we talk about MLS and of course I'll figure out a way to, to tie this in MLS, but we talk about the advancements that MLS has made. And I've been to MLS media days at very nice hotels, like in uh, universal city where, uh, you know, MLS has basically the whole, whole, whole hotel, like downstairs and like all the conference rooms. And it's all there for them and tremendous amounts of money go into putting that on. But then there's another level, right? And the level becomes like the LA the NFL and the amount of money that they're spending. I would have to imagine it's, it, maybe it's a million dollars. Is it a million dollars? I say that thinking there's no way it could be a million dollars. But if you were at, you know, and football is uh, American football here is starting its preseason right now. If there's if there's money, are they spending a million? Are they spending two million dollars just on like the hotel and lodging and weight facilities that they have at a training facility that's not that far away? But they're down in Orange County. So they recreate that down here so everybody can stay together. Right. I, that's 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 the different levels. Right. That's the difference. That's where you're like, MLS isn't there yet. And I'm not saying that they're ever going to be or anything else, but I know that that is a different level than anything MLS has right now. 
Um, and obviously, the revenue that gets put, pulled in by the NFL is far superior to what the, what MLS is doing. But you're trying to get there, right? So until the LA Galaxy are renting out a very much five-star hotel that just had a $150 million renovation into all their rooms and has these gorgeous you know views and all this other stuff that's going on, all of these things that are going on, right? That type of thing. Until the, the Galaxy are doing that, I, it's like it's still like the want. It's not there, right? And so I just thought it was it was really... Uh, re- really interesting. <laughs> By the way, it, it's a lot. <laughs> so, so we do have a we have uh we have somebody in the in the chat room who definitely knows where this is. Um, and as as perhaps uh, staying at another hotel, I would imagine you are staying in another hotel. I did see a lot of like front office personal photographers that type of thing walking through, um, that type of thing. And it should be noted that uh, while I live down in Orange County, um, that uh, the L.A. Rams uh, do practice at you or are training preseason training at UCI, right? So that's there. Um, and uh, and so uh, that and then the Chargers are just down the street, too. Quite honestly, they're around the corner for me. Uh, not too far because they they uh, they train over at the stuff. But anyway, that's NFL stuff. I didn't want to go too far in the NFL stuff, but I wanted to tell you that story because it, it's different. There is still this gap and, I, and that's fine. I'm not saying you have to be there and you have to make that gap. I mean, bottom line is, is if MLB did the same thing, you know, Major League Baseball does stuff for spring training. I used to work in uh, at golf courses in Arizona during spring training, and those guys had full-on hotels and places that they would stay for this for the spring training, and it was a long time away. And you know, wives and girlfriends come along as well, and you get everybody who sh- sort of shows up. It's a real sort of boon. So it's always interesting to see sort of where all those things uh, are at. So I appreciate all the uh, birthday wishes. It was very low key, except for uh, my copious amounts of alcohol that I drank on Saturday, which was approximately five drinks. That's that's it is right. So. Um, but yeah, uh, it, it's really interesting and, and really fun to sort of go see. And it is fun to sort of run into professional athletes that are not soccer players. I, 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 some, I think I get jaded by soccer players. You know, uh, Gaston Brugman looks like the quintessential soccer player. What is he? Five, eight, five, nine. Right. And you're like, man, this guy is one of the better ones in the whole world. When you take into consideration how many people play soccer and you're at a major league, you know, or a professional level, you're in the top, you know, one percent probably. Right. So Gaston Bergman is but he looks like a real soccer player. Well, like go run into an offensive lineman at 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 the hotel, uh, you know, bar. Uh, and you're gonna be you're gonna be super, you're gonna notice a difference there, just in terms of sizes and everything else. So, anyway, uh, a lot of fun, and I want to talk about that. There was the game at Wrexham. Uh, this was listen, very interesting. We gave some tickets away for that, and I hope everybody went and had a good time. Um, for nothing for Wrexham over LA Galaxy two. Remember, this was Galaxy two not LA Galaxy, uh, a little under 11,000, about 10,555 people were at this particular game. Uh, some really interesting stats from the G2 side of things, and then we can sort of talk about it. Um, Rexham scored all four goals in that second half. Uh, the LA Galaxy started eight Galaxy Academy products in this game. Nine LA Galaxy Academy products appeared off the bench in this game. Three LA Galaxy Academy products made their LA Galaxy 2 and professional debuts in this game. When we're talking about the breadth of experience between Galaxy 2 and between Wrexham, this is grown men who are seasoned professionals in a lot of ways whenever you're talking about Wrexham and what they're doing, right? And then you have these up-and-comers first professional experience or lower-tier professional uh, players, sort of like, you know, really uh, pro-am whenever you get into MLS Next Pro because there are some amateur guys, there's academy guys, they're coming up, professional debuts, all that sort of stuff. Um, So uh, 
you know, there's a there's a huge difference and there's a huge gap in this. And I didn't expect it to be overly competitive. And I thought the first half was very competitive. Uh, I thought L.A. Galaxy 2 did did a lot of really good things. And whenever you're looking at young guys and the experience they're getting and having almost 11,000 people at the stadium. Listen, that's not a lot in terms of how many did you expect? Also, maybe a little check on Wrexham's, you know, uh, uh, popularity in the United States there uh, when they play in front of 50,000 people because they're playing Chelsea. You can pretend that it, they were all there were a whole bunch of Wrexham fans there, but my guess is the majority of the people there are going to be Chelsea fans. You come into this game uh, against Galaxy Two, uh, where really Wrexham is the draw, and LA Galaxy Two is not the draw. Uh, you get you know less than eleven thousand people. That seems about right. That's not a knock. Please, I don't care. I'm certainly not one of these people who wants to stick a flag and say, "Well, you can't, you can't support." Do whatever you want. Go support Wrexham. I think the the documentary is super interesting. I think Ryan Reynolds and and Rob McElhenney are super interesting characters. I, I we were trying to get them on the show, and no joke, it would have been. I would have loved to have the conversation because, for, especially with Rob, whose idea this whole thing was, which is like, how do you sit down and say, "I need to own a football team." And I want it to be, you know, one of the oldest football teams in the world and they're Welsh and, oh, I need way more money than I have. So I need like superstar money. So I'm going to get Ryan Reynolds to come in. That whole how it comes together and how it's funded and how it's run and how they divide up sort of, I would guess, this this partnership that they have um, with the whole thing. Super ridiculously interesting. I would love to do it. And I think that's why one of the reasons that the documentary is so I, for me, it's interesting is just to see how that develops and how you sort of go about that. Um, but, you know, putting them into this, I expected Wrexham to win. I thought it would be a fun night. I hope people who went had a fun night. Right. Um, I don't think the four nothing is anything. It's not embarrassing. Uh, these are young kids. Uh, they're getting out there and they're getting experience. And that's what you want them to do against a v- much more professional team. Um, so. You know, uh, the the fun stats part, and listen, we you know, we're not going to sit here and hang on the stats like, oh, they almost had them. They didn't. They lost four nothing. There is an almost there is no I almost had them type of thing. Um, but the Galaxy outpossessed Wrexham, you know, 56 to 43. Now you can say hopefully that that is a comparison in styles between the senior team and that Galaxy 2 team and that the, you know, the sort of the comparison in styles is there. Unfortunately, the goal production apparently is also a mirror of the senior team right now. Um, and so that's something that you sort of have to keep an eye on uh, as well. So that stuff is there, right? So again, there are three LA Galaxy Academy products made their LA Galaxy. Let's shout them out real quick, but they made their LA Galaxy 2 and professional debuts in this game. Uh, Aaron Cervantes, Javier Garcia, and Harbor Miller. Um, just congratulations, guys. You professionals, you make it, you make a debut against a, a pretty big crowd. You get to go out there and you get to play in these fun games. To me, that's what this is all about. Uh, Rob McElhenney after the game said, thank you, LA Galaxy and LA, LA Galaxy 2 for an amazing time last night. Your hospitality was second to none. Good luck with the rest of the season. So Rob in there again, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with this. This is not this there. If you're sitting here going, this is embarrassing. Then you're the same people who are worried about the all-star game. Nobody cares. I, I hate to break it to you. Nobody cares. That's it. Um, this you wanted this to be a learning experience for these kids. It was zero zero at halftime. The kids got what they wanted. Uh, they just needed to finish. That's it. You know, some speed was there. They were knocking on the door. They just didn't have the final ball. And quite honestly, Wrexham made them pay for that in the second half. That's it. Uh, you know, very direct from Wrexham and and very much a build up side with LA Galaxy too. So 
maybe you're starting to see some fruits of labor and all of that. I don't know if that's true. Uh, I don't get to watch enough Galaxy 2 games to really tell you that, oh, yeah, you know, the, the styles are really starting to mimic each other. Um, but, you know, I think that this was a wonderful opportunity. And I think if you have the chance to do it again, you do it again. Why not? Uh, absolutely. Uh, why not? So uh, that's that's sort of where I sit on that. Uh, one of the other stats I saw was that the LA Galaxy 2 attempted uh, 610 passes and it was to 430 for Rexham. Again, the directness and the buildup of, of things that are going on there. Um, another thing that broke today, and this is something you guys have been waiting for, the menace uh, this menace collaboration, right, with the LA Galaxy and and Menace Los Angeles, and and what they're trying to do uh, to put together, they drop some samples of some stuff. Uh, Ricky Pooj, uh, Javier Chicharito Hernandez in these very much oversized hoodies, if you haven't seen them, and then the infamous, famous now jacket uh, with Ricky and Chicharito wearing this jacket. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't think either of these styles flatter somebody who has a rather large uh, spare tire in the front like I do now. Um, so if you're interested in these collaborations, it's like, here's the thing. That's only two of the like five to eight pieces that are going to drop. So if you're really excited about it, hang in there. If it's not for you, that's cool too. I still think it's kind of cool and fun design. Um, I think the collaboration is good. I like collabing and, and local locally whenever it goes, I wouldn't be surprised if those jackets are close to 300, $400. If they're lower than that, I'll be amazed, but that's kind of cool too. Um, there's some exclusivity in all of this, and I think that that's fun for a collaboration like this. Uh, we were talking about the capsule collection, I think, last time with Eric and Adidas and way back in the day. That one's still my favorite, but again, I was younger back then. Maybe if I was 10 years younger, you know, 15 years younger, I would I would be digging this. Although I do think the Ricky jacket um, that he wore at the Laker game and that, that sort of has this collaboration here, I, I really, really like it. Again, I don't think it looks good on somebody who's not a professional soccer player, but but maybe maybe that's me. You guys prove me wrong, all right? Prove me wrong. Go out, get them, show them to me. Tell me how, tell me how awesome they are um, and do it. But the whole entire um, collection uh, is dropping on Friday, so uh, July 28th. You can go to menacelosangeles.com and sign up there, and that way you can be notified whenever everything breaks loose. And I have a feeling it will break loose, and everybody will go crazy, and it'll be a lot of fun. All right. Somebody called them Snuggies. I mean, not wrong, by the way. Okay. Can we, you want confession time? I know, I know, uh, Bert Kreischer has secret time. Um, this is sort of secret time. You know, have you, have you been on TikTok or on any of those ones where they have like those, um, they're like little sleeping bags. Like you put them on and they're real tight and they like wrap around you. Um, it's like, it's like a, <laughs> like you're putting a compression sock on for your whole body. Just sort of put them in there and then you like, it's sort of just, it's snug and it's very comfortable. Um, I, I was like, man, I need to have one of those. I, I'm not getting paid for this. You, you, you absolutely need to get one of these. I love for whenever I'm taking a nap. Granted, that doesn't happen that often. But whenever I get to take a nap, I am so, so, so it's so comfortable. And like, you know, strip down to your skivvies. All right. You, you go, go full, whatever, whatever you're comfortable with. Put that thing on. It sort of locks your arms in place. That way you're, you're comfy. You got it right here. And like the air can still circulate past you, but you're not cold either. So it's breathable, but you're not cold. This is a hundred percent. One of those that you just, just trust me. Just, it's like you put, put it on, you just fall right asleep. It's like somebody's holding you as they rock you to sleep. It's amazing. Anyway, so um, that's when you said Snuggies. That's what sort of reminded me of that. So that's something that is there as well. Uh, Greg Vanny talking about um, about what he sees in this tournament. Um, and, and let's start to sort of break into the League's Cup. If you're not aware, 
Uh, let's talk a little bit about this. The LA Galaxy versus Club Leon coming up on Tuesday, July 25th, 7.30 p.m. Kickoff 7.39 p.m. Games on uh, leagues, uh, excuse me, M- MLS season pass. Uh, it's on Apple TV for free. So you can watch LA Galaxy versus Club Leon uh, on Tuesday night. We're recording on Monday night, so tomorrow night. And then Saturday, it's going to be July 29th, 7.30 p.m., 7.39 p.m. Kickoff time. Dignity Health Sports Park against Vancouver Whitecaps and League Cup. And of course, the LA Galaxy and Vancouver just played each other. Um, so that's one of those things to see as well. All right. Um, so just sort of keep that in mind, right? That's that's what is going on here. Now, again, I told you, you probably already watched games on Friday. You had Cruz Azul in Miami, and that was where Miami won. Um, you had Mazatlan and Austin play each other. You had Leon and Vancouver, which is certainly an interesting one. Finishes 2-2. We're going to talk about that game here in a second. On Saturday, there were more Leagues Cup games. You had Pumas playing. You had Tijuana playing. Um, I'm trying to catch all of the, the Liga MX teams. Uh, you had Atlas playing. Oh, Atlas. Oh, Atlas. Atlas, Atlas, Atlas. This is, by the way, this is one of those things that you look at and you say, oh, oh, maybe League's Cup is, um, even though it's a, a bit of a, a car wreck and you can't turn your head away, uh, maybe it's, maybe it's, maybe it's way more important than you thought because Atlas today making the comparison of, uh, of a bad call and people saying it was a bad call and basically saying that New York City should have at least tied this game in that, in this particular game, New York City and Atlas, which Atlas won one nothing, um, to, uh, jo- Joseph Goebbels. Uh, of course, the, the Nazi regime talking about the big lie. If you keep repeating the big lie over and over again, and the whole deal. Atlas left that up for, I think, three or five hours, uh, three, four or five hours before somebody was sort of like, oh, maybe that's not a good tweet to put out. Anyway, Atlas beating New York City was in there. Uh, Minnesota crushing Puebla. Uh, so a lot of things to sort of watch in this as it goes around. Let's let's remind you, the LA Galaxy uh, basically qualified for this tournament in how they finished last season. So the bottom line is they're actually kind of a higher seed in this particular game. Um, but everything is broken up into four region, East, West, South, and central, the LA galaxy in the West. I think they're West three, if I remember correctly, um, 77 games hosted at MLS stadiums throughout us and Canada. Uh, and then, uh, Liga MX versus Liga MX matches will be played at MLS venues, depending on region. So, uh, all the, the, the Mexican teams will be traveling for this whole time. And we're going to talk about traveling here in a second, cause that didn't all go well. Uh, group stage, each club will play minimum of two matches in group stage. The LA Galaxy haven't played one yet, and we know that Leon and Vancouver already played. They tied with Leon advancing on penalty kicks. We'll break down that game here in a second. All right? So uh, the top two teams for each group will advance. That means you only have to beat one other team. Uh, so we'll talk about what scenarios that is. There are no ties. After the full after the 90 minutes, you go straight to penalty kicks, um, and that sort of solves that. And then there's knockout rounds. rounds. Round of 32 is 16 matches. Round of 16 is eight matches. Quarterfinals, four matches. Semifinals, third place. Now, here's the thing. We've been talking about the CONCACAF Champions League. Three spots are up for grab. That's right. Three spots, not just one, not just two. Not All three spots are up for grab. The winner of the third place match will qualify for CONCACAF Champions League. And then the first and second place teams will also qualify for Champions League. That's three CCL spots up for grab. $40 million is the prize money that goes to all these teams uh, and almost $2 million goes to the winner. The richest tournament in CONCACAF, all right? Hands down, richest tournament in CONCACAF. Um, and that means something. That means something to the players. Greg Vanny even talked about it as well. Excuse me while I uh, slowly choke to death. 
Um, so that's the knockout rounds, right? Um, and then we talked about the, the tournament rewards and everything else that are sort of going on. Okay, so uh, coming up on Tuesday night, um, it will be LA Galaxy versus Leon. Uh, I'm going to tell you something right now. Uh, with a win against Leon, the LA Galaxy would qualify for the next round of the uh, of the tournament. A win. You get three points. Leon has already played their two games. They can't get three points. So then it would be a matter of whether or not the LA Galaxy would go out and beat Vancouver, which would keep Leon in it. Or if Vancouver wins or draws or, or anything, then there might be a tiebreaker. Um, basically, Leon got two points for their match against Vancouver. It was a draw, so that ends with each team having a point. And then if you have a penalty kick shootout, um, and the winner of that gets an extra point. So they got two points in that penalty kick shootout. That's why they have two points, which means that the LA Galaxy win either of the next games they're in, but most importantly, they win on Tuesday night and they're automatically into the knockout stage as well. So they need three points. Leon couldn't catch up with them if they got three points, so they would automatically qualify. Depending on how they did against Vancouver, they could win that, that group as well. All right. Um, let's see, I'm trying to, I'm trying, I'm getting information about the game and let's see what happens. <clears throat> All right, hold on. I'm going to, I'm um, basically, I'm hearing people say that there's, uh, that tomorrow's game might not be playing. Now, here was the thing is Leon got trapped in Vancouver uh, and they were not going to make it out uh, basically until tonight and they would land tonight. And so I'm going to, we're just going to do this live. Why not? Um, uh, I know you're, you're sort of one. I'm texting, I'm texting uh, the LA Galaxy to find out what's going on. Uh, so just... Uh, just trying to figure that out. I will. I will check to make sure that nothing has changed. All right. Uh, it is still so. Right now, I'm still hearing it's the 25th. People in the chat room saying that maybe it got moved. All right. Uh, the problem is Leon got stuck. Right. They're at the airport. Um, and basically, they were not supposed to leave until tonight. I don't know why. Apparently, it was a scheduling snafu or something happened that uh, the airline couldn't get them to where they were supposed to go or anything else that sort of happened in those things. Right. Um, and so. Uh, what were what what the idea was that Leon was basically going to show up uh, tonight and then just have to play in the game tomorrow. Um, and so, again, I'm just I'm just going to cruise through some things and make sure I'm not going crazy. <clears throat> yeah, so I'm still showing it on the 25th right now on the schedule. We'll see. Um, so we'll see if they if they didn't. apparently they're not using a charter. Um, somebody asked if they were using a charter or what was going on or how, how things happen. Um, and so we will, we will find out. We'll see if I get any answers. Um, no, so apparently they're not chartering. I don't know who is arranging the travel, but apparently Leagues Cup is. The actual tournament is, is doing it. And for whatever reason, they couldn't get out of Vancouver last night. Now, obviously, a lot of people are complaining, saying, hey, they have to come in and basically and, and by the way, totally. I mean, you know, if the LA Galaxy were doing this, I'd be like, hey, they actually they absolutely have to, um, you know, postpone this game and give the LA Galaxy another day. I don't know that they're going to change the schedule that much for everything that's going on. So I don't expect that this will change. Uh, I, I very much expect that this game will go off on Tuesday night. And it's very unfortunate for for Leon that, that this happened. Um, I just don't expect anybody to change anything. So yeah, there was, there was video going around of, of the Leon players, uh, laying on the ground and doing the whole thing. And by the way, we talked about it, but a two, two game was 
was very much, uh, you know, a difficult game to do. <clears throat> this is going to be the, the show where, where we have all of the different uh, problems uh, going on, right? Basically, I just got an SD card full thing on there. So now we have to worry on this. Um, so, you know, this is, this is one of the things that Leon is basically going to have to deal with as, as they go forward. Um, and we'll see if anything changes or if anything goes. And if I get any text messages before then, I will look. I know people are, people are starting to come in. Yeah, somebody's showing it, you know, on Wednesday. So we will, we will see what happens. I'm, I'm asking. Oh, there you go. Okay, the LA Galaxy announced our League's Cup match versus Club Leon has been rescheduled for Wednesday, July 26th at Dignity Health Sports Park. So there you go. Uh, tickets originally purchased for Tuesday's League Cup match will be honored for a rescheduled match during Wednesday, July 26th. More information can be found. There you go. So the game gets re, uh, rescheduled and moved. All right. Uh, again, this is probably the correct thing to do. Leon coming in and who knows, maybe they're even having trouble getting out tonight again. Well, I haven't seen any confirmation that they actually go. Um, that they actually did go out there. So breaking news, all that fun stuff. LA Galaxy and Leon now pushed to Wednesday. All right. So that was from the LA Galaxy and and moving that. So now we can say another day, right? Everything changes while we're doing uh, the live show, which is normal and uh, and I guess the right way to go, right? That's how it normally works. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but with Leon not being able to travel down, probably makes sense. And again, it, they still may be stuck. I'm not sure exactly when they're going to get off. Uh, one of the things to sort of watch in that game and sort of one of the things that came about was that this was not an easy game. Um, when you go back and you sort of look at how it all played out, Leon got up to a one nothing, uh, one nothing uh, lead, and then Vancouver was able to come out just before halftime and tie that game. Uh, Vancouver was up 2-1 in the 57th minute, uh, and then Leon scored in the 77th minute. Then it went to penalty kicks. I don't know if I've ever seen this, but 19 penalty kick takers um, were all put in there. In fact, some guys had to kick twice in all of this. And by the final score, it was 16-15 to Leon. Uh, and that's how they advanced and got the extra point. All right. So that was something to look into. If you're looking at injury updates, Chris Mavinga uh, was placed into concussion protocol. Greg Vanny told everybody today um, after the first Galaxy goal, apparently, uh, while he didn't show any signs during the game, um, he did start to develop stuff in the, the days afterwards. And so he won't be available for, I was going to say Tuesday night. Now it's Wednesday night. Uh, Mark Delgado is also out probably for Wednesday night. And Greg Vanny said questionable uh, for the game over the weekend. Um, uh, he has that high ankle sprain. Apparently he's doing a lot of return to play stuff. He's doing a lot of straight ahead stuff. It's just the lateral and sort of kicking the ball that he's sort of still struggling a little bit. I would still say questionable for the weekend and, and possibly not something that comes out as well. Um, so now he sort of talked to Greg Vanny about what he says. And, and they asked, you know, is this tournament a priority? Um, and he said, yeah, he goes, he sees this tournament as a priority. Now he puts a caveat out there. He basically says, I'm not going to put anybody out there who's not ready or that we're going to risk. We don't need to risk anybody. He goes, but I want to work some things into the group. I want to get some added things that we want to add into what we can do and how we can do it. And this tournament is a perfect opportunity for that. Right. And he wants to work guys back into shape as well, whether that's Chris Mavingo, whether that's Tony Alfaro, whether that's Jalen Neal, uh, especially on the center backs. And, you know, I would say Memo Rodriguez is sort of in that as well, because he's coming back from injury uh so to work him back into all these things you know try to find a number nine that's going to possibly do some stuff uh for them so it, it was very interesting to see and again 
when we talk about it, there's three CONCACAF champion spots uh, open for this. A lot of teams, um, but if you can get into these knockout stages and sort of see your path to wherever you need to go, there's a chance you can get into these games um, and get a CONCACAF champion spot if you finish in that top three. Uh, he says that he absolutely wants to add some faces to the club during this window. He says during this window, I still expect the LA Galaxy to add maybe one or two more players during the window, possibly one or two after the window. Uh, we were looking for a total of three to four uh, if you add one in the window and then one, another one in the window, uh, besides Tony Alfaro and then one after that would be three, uh, you could do two and two and that would sort of make some sense too. Um, specifically against Leon, uh, Greg Vanny was talking about, you know, very similar in, in a lot of ways to, to maybe LAFC, which is, you know, it's a game of transitions. It's, they're going to create turnovers and they're going to get into these man versus man situations. Right. And when they do that, how do you handle the transitions And the galaxy during their streak had been very good with transitions, the galaxy against Vancouver, um, very slow to sort of react to a lot of things, very bad in that transition game. Right. And so that's sort of the game of transitions that we're talking about. Um, he thinks that the LA galaxy, um, you know, can, can make, can do stuff in this tournament. He wants to see them be successful in this tournament, but again, he's not going to put anybody at risk, right? So it's, yes, you're going to play it. Yes. You want the CONCACAF spot. And, and I thought he said something that was very, very true that in any CONCACAF game, it comes down to efficiency. It's not necessarily the best team, but it's what you do with your chances. You're not going to get, you know, it's not about getting 20 or 30 chances in a game. He goes, you're going to get two to three good chances. And are you efficient with those finishes? So as we're watching this game on Wednesday, as we're watching this game on Wednesday, you know, what does that mean? Um, you know, how efficient can the LA Galaxy be? And for a team that has squandered and wasted most of their chances this year, this is really where this tournament gets difficult because against Leon, against this team that, um, you know, is, uh, is the CONCACAF Champions League uh, champions, right? Uh, they're very good at transitions. They're very quick. They know how to isolate. They know how to find one-on-ones. They know how to create. They know how to put wing backs into. And Greg Vanny talks about it and goes into a, like the plus one. He goes, they try to keep a plus one, which means they try to keep a man advantage going forward whenever they're going forward. He goes, which means that we have a plus one on the other side. He goes, so we need to look for those three versus twos and those two versus ones. <coughs> Excuse me. So those are the things that we're looking at in terms of what the LA Galaxy can do and how they can do it in this particular game. Again, Chris Mavinga into concussion protocol. Do we think that that maybe had something to do with his horrific performance? I, I would hope not. I would hope we wouldn't be able to hang something on that and say, uh, you know, that's the reason that he played bad. But, you know, we sort of saw it with Derek Williams and possibility that he had a head injury just before he got suspended for like six games. Um, so just sort of keep that in mind. Again, uh, with a win against Leon on now Wednesday night. It's so funny. The beginning of the show is Tuesday. Middle of the show is Wednesday. On Wednesday night, the LA Galaxy, uh, with a win against Leon, would advance to the knockout stage, right? A win against Vancouver would advance them to the knockout stage. E a win on either one of these games advances them to the knockout stage. But the one you have to worry about right now, Wednesday night, is this Leon game uh, and the LA Galaxy coming up against them, all right? Oh, man. Everybody's going to think I'm crazy. Right. So, by the way, for the tickets, you now have until 12 p.m. tomorrow. All right. Until lunchtime tomorrow. OK. And then I will go ahead and send out tickets. So it gives us a lot more time to sort of do it. Corner of the galaxy at gmail.com. Send it in. I'll send out tickets by 12 p.m. I'll pick four people. Each person gets a pair of tickets and we'll get you off to this game. Now, on Wednesday night, if you're, if you're not ready on Tuesday night, Wednesday night. All right. I'm sure my wife is going to be super thrilled. Who wants it? Hey, honey, I got a game on Wednesday night now. Is that is that a is that a problem? It might be. It might be a problem. Uh, we'll survive. All right. Anyway, that's where we're 
that's where we're at. Uh, if the LA Galaxy lose to Leon, it doesn't matter. Um, you still, you can still beat Vancouver. You just have to beat Vancouver. Uh, you could still advance because Vancouver wouldn't be able to get more points than you. Uh, if there's draws, that's where it might be really interesting. Um, if you got a draw against Vancouver, if you lose against Leon and you draw against Vancouver, uh, it would be whoever won the penalty kick shootout would go on to the next one. Um, these ones are pretty easy to sort of figure it out. All right. So anyway, that's sort of where I wanted to sit. The last thing that sort of came out was the LA Galaxy released a song today. I know there's lots of people who are, who are you know, all sorts of crazy about different things. Uh, is, is that Pisces is the actual name of the uh, of the artist who put it out? We are LA Galaxy. Uh, listen, it's fine. People are getting way too like crazy about this stuff. Uh, if you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. Uh, maybe you like it, maybe you don't. I, I just, again, I don't really... It's not a thing. One, we all know Josh has horrible taste in music. Two... Josh knows that Taylor Swift concert is coming up on August 5th and he's going to be there. Uh, and three is that if Josh likes music, it's probably not great music. That's it. That's all. That's all we have. But I like this. So do with that what you what you want. I don't care. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, that's where we're sort of looking at uh, for for Leon and, and this game, uh, the League's Cup song. This is very much a League's Cup song. Uh, by the way, people are worried about this is L.A. and like it's going to take it. It's not going to take it. It talks about League's Cup in the song. Trust me. Uh, so it's very much a League's Cup song. So that's where we sit. Uh, a little short show today. My 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 soundboard absolutely died in the middle of it. So we'll figure out how we get the audio off of YouTube and everything else. It's going to be a long night for me. You guys, you guys need to, to say nice things to me. Uh, but that's where we want to sit. And that's where we'll leave it. The L.A. Galaxy now again. Game change. Wednesday night against Leon. Uh, that's when they'll be playing. Um, so keep that in mind as you go out. Don't go Tuesday night because apparently there's not a game. Um, so we want to talk about everything else that's going on. And uh, fortunately, that's going to be on Wednesday night. So we'll see you out there on Wednesday night. I don't think there's anything that much else to talk about. We've gone through some other things. We'll have a show on Thursday night that sort of goes and recaps everything. And then, of course, we'll get you ready for the Saturday night. I imagine still Saturday night probably works just fine. Uh, the Saturday night game uh, between the uh, LA Galaxy and Vancouver. All right. Sorry, crazy show tonight. Lots of stuff happening. Happens in real time. That's always the fun part. Uh, but we'll get you ready and get you through the next game. So LA Galaxy versus Leon. Listen, I think that the LA Galaxy have a chance of beating Leon. I do. Um, I don't think it's a huge chance. I think Leon is a very, very good team. I'm worried about the transitions. With Chris Mavinga out, that's Tony Alfaro back there. That's Jalen Neal back there. Um, so that's a pairing that hasn't played well together. But again, that's what this is for. And that's what they're going to use the uh, tournament. Yes, halftime meetup. I will be there. Uh, we can do a halftime meetup on Wednesday, not Tuesday. Wednesday night, LA Galaxy versus Leon. All right. Um, anything else? No, we're not. No, there is nothing out. We're sort of just going to go. Uh, all right. If you're looking for me on Twitter, it's at Jay Guessman, J-G-U-E-S-M-A-N. Of course, at Galaxy Podcast, at Galaxy Podcast on Threads as well, on Instagram as well. So you can find us there. Cornerofthegalaxy.com is where all of our wonderful content is. Go to there, cornerofthegalaxy.com. All right. <coughs> excuse me uh five dollar super chat from gary to close out things thank you for the show thank you gary certainly appreciate it hope everybody has a great one don't show up on tuesday night because there's no game anymore that was so like 45 minutes ago all right it's wednesday night la galaxy versus leon wednesday night 7 30 p.m uh mls season passes where you can find it all right uh let's see for exactly me right now and by the way ten dollar super chat happy birthday from lasso's optimism josh had one last week feel older not wiser thanks for hanging in there after the bender the bender my five drinks yeah a lot of times all right guys i appreciate you we will catch you on thursday and get you this recap of this now wednesday least cup match all right uh for myself 
Everyone have a great day. Thank you for listening and watching to this little corner of the galaxy. Thanks a lot. You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast. And be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. Fans, we thank you for listening. And we ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Araujo. And on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye, everybody.